This is Radio Energy News. Good afternoon, it's one o'clock. I'm Emma McGregor. Coming up today, a rise in alcohol-related deaths in Scotland sees public health bodies calling for better access to recovery services and an increase in minimum unit pricing. Also, after SNP treasurers Colin Beattie's arrest yesterday, the SNP finds itself in a difficult situation. Now, after a rise in alcohol-related deaths in Scotland, it's been the largest since 2008. Hamza Youssef stated that the proposal needs to restrict alcohol advertising, especially to young people. We spoke to a young person who has been deeply affected by the matter personally. Yeah, so I started when I was 11 and because I thought it was being cool and different things like that. And then it progressed worse to 13, 14 and 15, 16. And um, yeah, I just thought it was... I just thought it was the right thing to do. It was like a right progression, if it makes sense. And everyone else was doing it and I thought it was... And then I had a, a bad term when I was 16 and took too much, blacked out sick humiliated myself and then from and I had a really really bad hangover and that point I kind of vowed to never do it again and I kind of had a wake-up call and that was me but I was lucky um and I've been on holiday to you know party holidays sober and things like that and seen seen it from an outside perspective almost and yeah I just feel that um yeah it was um, strange, but I do think it's if you want to stop, you'll stop. If you want to do it, and it has to click within someone. I can tell people the advice under the sun, but unless they actually want to, are willing to do it, it won't happen. Yusuf announced the pause of this legislation that, that targeted alcohol merchandising in sport at First Minister's questions. A statement from the Health and Social and Sport Committee regarding alcoholism and alcohol consumption-related deaths in Scotland reads, We know that alcohol-related harms are important as drug-related harms, but are significant public health emergencies. That is why we've set out our national mission to improve and save lives, at the core of which we are ensuring every individual is able to access treatment and recovery they ch- that they choose. We are working with the UK government and other devolved administrations on reviewing and updating clinical guidelines for alcohol treatment. The guidance will introduce new approaches to treatment and the development of alcohol-specific treatment targets. The Scottish government and UK both, both claim alcohol consumption is a priority for national progression. And after the Treasurer of the Scottish National Party, Colin Beattie, was arrested in connection with SNP finance investigation that's currently going on, MSP for Musselburgh has been charged with party finances since 2004, despite billing in 2021 when an interim Treasurer resigned due to lack of transparency and faults in the party's funds. This comes at a crucial time in Scottish politics after the resignation of First Minister Nicola Sturgeon sent the party into turmoil, leaving the now First Minister, Hamza Youssef, to unite the party after an animalistic leadership battle between himself, Ash Regan and Kate Forbes. It's expected that Scottish Labour will take a considerable lead in the next general election, with the Rutherglen and Hamilton West by-election becoming a key point in the resurgence of Labour popularity. The SNP took considerable blows to its large public image towards the end of Nicola Sturgeon's tenure 
after multiple scandals and queries including the Ferguson shipyard fiasco saw a government-backed project go well beyond cost and time scale. The Gender Recognition Bill, which caused considerable quakes in the Chamber, and the latter current finance scandal, which has seen a police investigation into the whereabouts of £600,000. Next, our report Jess, reporter Jess Bowen has the latest national news. Annual house price growth in the UK has eased slightly. The typical home was worth £288,000 in February, 5.5% more than a year earlier. The Office for National Statistics says the compares with growth of 6.5% in January. Soaring supermarket prices are continuing to drive the cost of living crisis as rates stay in double figures for March. Food and non-alcoholic drink inflation alone in 19%. Some essentials like bread and cereal have hit record highs. Katie Schmucker from the Joseph Rowntree Foundation says that'll come as terrible news for many families. We all know that food is absolutely essential for life. It's not something you can just choose to go without for a little while. And if you do end up having to do that, the implications for your health and for your mental health are really severe. The Bank of England often warns rising wages in line with inflation won't help long term. Unite, the UK's leading union, has announced further NHS strikes where members have an existing industrial action mandate. Some NHS workers with the Unite Union have announced new strikes on May the 2nd in several areas of England in a dispute over pay. It will include members at ambulance trusts across parts of southern England and the West Midlands, as well as hospitals in Manchester, Lancashire and Birmingham. Unite says it's received strong indications about their current ballot on the government's NHS pay offer and is preparing further industrial action. It comes as officials, as official figures showed more than 22,000 Londoners waited for 12 hours to be seen in A&E in one month alone as doctors, paramedics and strikes cause chaos for patients. Members of U Unite Union in England are still being balloted on an offer of 5% increase this year and a cash sum for last year. The union claims that the members at Guy's and St Thomas Trust will overwhelmingly reject the offer as it is totally inadequate. Members of the Royal College of Nursing have also rejected the offer and will strike for 48 hours from April 30th, while Unison's members voted to accept. Unite General Secretary Shannon Graham said, The new wave of strike action agreed today reflects the growing anger of our members about the total inadequate inadequacy of the current government proposals. Companies within energy, transport and telecommunications are being put on notice to take Russian threats designed to destroy more seriously. Chief, Ex Chief Executive of the National Cyber Security Centre, Lindy Cameron, explains what they've been seeing. An increased level of intent from state-aligned groups in Russia who are sympathetic to Russia's position in the terrible war in Ukraine who have some greater intent than we've previously seen to target our critical national infrastructure. 
Now, a lack of public toilets in Gorgie has sparked furious protests. Edinburgh's Living Rent Union took the streets last Saturday to show their anger at the lack of public facilities available. The nearest public toilet is in Brunsfield, around a mile away, and local pubs are having to accommodate people coming in to use their own toilets. Public toilets were previously situated in the Ardmillan Terrace, but were closed down in 2015. A local bar manager who works at the Tyne Castle Arms says people are constantly using their toilets. They're very annoying. Obviously, I don't mind if they ask, but we do get used all day long for a public toilet. We're right on the corner, so you literally just... People walking down the street literally just wandering. They have nowhere else to go. And a man has been jailed for 14 years after a string of sexual assaults that spanned over a decade. Over 11 years, Barry Ingleston carried out attacks which included both physical and sexual assaults towards women. The 38-year-old was sentenced to Edinburgh High Court. Detective Inspector George Calder says that Ingleston is now facing consequences for his actions. His behaviour towards women has been disgraceful and I would like to pay tribute to those affected by his horrific actions and commend the strength they have shown to report the abuse they suffered. I hope yesterday's outcome will give them some comfort and closure to put their ordeals behind them. And our reporter Ashley Douglas now has the latest stories across Edinburgh. British Transport Police are appealing for witnesses after an assault took place on a ScotRail service between Edinburgh Waverley to Helensborough Central. The incident occurred after a man assaulted a passenger on the 12th of March before 9pm. The victim was later taken to hospital. Police say inquiries are still ongoing. New, bl- new plans to begin resurfacing some of Edinburgh's busiest roads are set to start soon. The £21 million plans to complete work in the capital have received an extra £11 million, which will be used to restore roads including the A1, the A8 and A90, and what is promised to be the city, the city council's biggest investment ever. Next, King Charles has begun privately renting out an, an Edinburgh property originally gifted to the late Queen. The new town property would be bringing in profit for the royal, bringing to question Buckingham Palace's policy on gifts. This also ties into the current private housing controversy within Edinburgh. And now, a neon sign within the Omni Centre has been ordered to be removed by the Edinburgh City Council. This comes as it poses a hazard to pedestrians on adjacent steps. The sign was installed without permission, from, without permission from planning officials and is considered visually intrusive by the Architectural Heritage Society of Scotland. And finally, sales of cassette tapes have risen sharply, hitting their highest level since 2003. Similar to vinyl records, most artists are now offering copies of albums and singles in cassette formats. Vintage listeners is continuing to grow as cassettes are becoming more collectible and shoppers in London are big fans. It works really well for mixtapes of DJs that are being released on cassettes. It's quite cool because they force you to listen to music in a different way. Actually, it's a really good format. It's better than CD. Due to factors such as arguably better listening quality, cassette sales have jumped from around 3,000 sales in 2020. 2012, sorry, to more than 95,000 last year. It can also be argued that the purchase of both cassette and vinyl supports the artists more greatly than the likes of mass streaming services such as Spotify and artists like Harry Styles, Arctic Monkeys and Ariana Grande all offer cassette listening to fans. Next up, we're going to James McKenzie with the sports. 
Now, the latest sport highlights on Radio Energy. The trainer of the horse that died following the Grand National has put blame on those who protested before the race took place on Saturday evening. Hill 16 died after falling at the first fence with the horse's trainer, Sandy Thompson, branding the animal rights protesters as ignorant. Over 100 arrests were made by the police as a result of the protest, with nine of them entering the track causing disruption. The delays before the race lasted 14 minutes and unsettled the horses, according to the trainer who has since received messages of condolence as well as mountains of hate. Fellow trainer Casey Dees says the delays can easily cause unrest amongst the horses as they are suited to routine. They're uncollected and they're riding. You know, horses are really sensitive animals, the commotion, it's not going to help them to be secure in what they're doing. And I think that did lead to a lot of the falls, a lot of the dismounts, and especially how 16s fall at the first fence. Um, he, he was an amazing horse and that's that was unlike him, so I would put it down to the protesters. Sporting protests continued at the Snooker World Championships as Just Stop Oil protesters disrupted play at the Crucible in Sheffield. Two, well, two protesters climbed onto the tables that were in use. The first was stopped by security before she could fully get on the table in an apparent attempt to glue herself to it and disrupt the match between Mark Allen and Fang Zheng Yi. However, the second protester was able to get onto the table as he released a bag of orange powder all over the table during Robert Milkins and Joe Perry's match. Both protesters were arrested by South Yorkshire Police shortly after. The match between Allen and Zheng Yi went on to be played following a 40-minute break in play, however Milkins and Perry's match had to be delayed until 7pm the following day. In the rearranged first session, Perry stormed into a 7-2 lead over Robert Milkins, and Mark Allen would go on to beat Fang Zheng Yi 10-5, following the disruptions to secure his place in the last 16. Hib striker Kevin Nisbet has been attracting interest from down south and abroad, following his recent hot streak of goal-scoring form. Turkish giants Galatasaray had sent representatives to watch Saturday's Enba Derby Easter Road, and there is no doubt they would have left impressed as the Scottish forward by the winning goal. There is more interest being reported from English Championship clubs as well, with Sheffield United, Middlesbrough and Millwall also having representatives in attendance. A last-minute header from Innes Murray secured all three points for FC Edinburgh against Falkirk in their League One clash. The away side took the lead in the 72nd minute through Danny Handling, before a late leveller from Kai Kennedy evened things up. But it was FC Edinburgh who had the final say, as Handling's cross found Murray in the box to head home ensuring they're still in the fight for a playoff play. Last night's victory was Edinburgh's first against full-time opposition this season, but it's too little too late and they're basically, mathematically, not going to get playoffs. Now, the weather on Radio Energy. We're looking at a sunny afternoon, highs of 12 degrees in Musselburgh, 11 in Livingston and right here in the city centre. This is Radio Energy. Travel. It's looking quiet on the roads this afternoon. Slight delays getting through Juniper Green due to roadworks. And on the M8 eastbound at Junction 3, remember this is shut due to essential roadworks at Livingston. That's you up to date on Radio Energy.